welcome to Table Talk with Toddy, a podcast for millennials designed to motivate, inspire, and educate you on what it really takes to live a real life on purpose. This isn't your typical podcast. You can count on me to keep it real, funky, and relatable here on Table Talk with Toddy. Hey guys, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Table Talk with Toddy podcast. My name is Natasha Toddy Weston, and I am super excited about this episode. It has been one that I have been writing notes for for about three days now. It's actually something I was tweeting out a couple days ago. I woke up with it on mine, and it was just something that you know, kind of dropped in my head. And I said, well, contemplated for a couple of days, like, okay, well, do I do a Facebook live video on this? Do I do this on my podcast? Like, you know, the the mind of a creative (laughs) trying to figure out, you know, what's the best platform to give this word. So, and that's what today is going to be a word. And so if you listen to episode number 25, thank you so much. I got a lot of great feedback from it. So that's, you know, very exciting. It lets me know that we're on the right track this, um, this season. And so I'm not going to try, I'm going to try to not keep you too long today. I'm going to try and keep this episode about 30 minutes. Um, like most of them are, I guess, if you will. But um, let's go ahead and, and let me introduce to you what we're going to be talking about. If you haven't noticed yet, today's title uh, or topic is, What Lies Are You Telling You? What Lies Are You Telling You? And I know this is probably not going to be like, you know, the the episode where everyone is, is very happy to listen to. But um, I definitely want to talk about it because it's something that has held me back in the past and it has stopped me from really moving forward as an individual in my life. And so I wanted to to bring it up here on the podcast because I know that as well as I went through it, there are some of you or many of you who are going through this as well. And maybe you just choose to not be aware of it because we do that sometimes. So today I want to be talking, I want to talk to you about the lies that we tell ourselves. Now, what are some common lies that we tell ourselves? Well, we tell ourselves, well, if so and so and so's fault that I don't have the money to buy this car, or it's so and so's fault, it's my mom's fault that I didn't go to college, or it's my dad's fault because he wasn't in my life. Um, you know, we have all of these excuses. Another common one is I'll do it tomorrow. So, you know, we skip the hard task and I'm so guilty of this. We skip the hard stuff, do the easy stuff and the hard stuff never get done. And in most cases, the hard stuff is the stuff that's really going to actually move the needle in our, you know, rather be in our personal lives or in our in our careers. So it could be, you know, having a hard conversation with someone, making a tough phone call, cutting a friend off, um, you know, telling someone no when they ask to borrow money. It could be, you know, a whole slew of things, but we always put it off for the next day. And we all know, come on, say it with me, tomorrow is not promised, right? And so that's a common lie that we tell ourselves is we'll do it tomorrow. Another one, and this was one I'm like, I think we just subconsciously say this when someone asks us, are you okay? And we say, 
I'm okay or everything's fine or I'm doing great. And I don't know if it's just kind of like trigger fingers, especially in text message when someone says, hey, how are you? And you just say, I'm doing great. We're doing great. We just naturally shoot off. We're great. And a lot of times we're dying inside or we feel like crap or we're crying as we're texting and saying, I'm fine. (laughs) We do that. Um, Another one is that if so-and-so does this, I'll get this result. So if, if somebody else makes a move, it'll, it'll, um, result in you, you know, making a move or getting a specific result. And then another one, and I think this is the one, well, I know this is the one that we're really going to, I guess, kind of hone in on in a sense in this episode is I don't have that problem. Oh, I'm a great listener. Oh, I don't, I don't have to deal with that. I, I'm over that. Oh, I'm, I, I forgave that person, you know, and then the minute something triggers that particular experience then we immediately get anger that bitterness rises up in us again and it goes from I don't have that problem to your action speaking louder than those words Um, you know we can always tell when we're not over a situation or when we're not over someone by how we react to that situation or that person Um, and so for you it may be a family member that you keep saying oh I'm not mad at them anymore or, you know, or I'm over that situation. And then when someone brings them up or tells you something that that same person did to them, you immediately go back into combative mode. So anything like that is a common lie that we tell ourselves. These are all common lies. And obviously the list can go on and on and on and on and on. And these are all, every single one that I just listed, I've told myself as well right? Um, There's still some things in my personal life I'm dealing with where I say, you know, I don't have a problem with that person anymore. And, you know, someone brings them up to me. I realize very quickly, girl, you are not over it yet. You're not. (laughs) So it's just one of those things that it's going to be something that we will go through because we are just human. Um, But I do believe that there is a sense of control that we can have over these lies that we tell ourselves. And by becoming aware of them, that's where you get your your, your true power from. So I want to share with you really quick, you know, kind of what inspired me to do this particular topic today. And it's honestly something that I've thought about talking about before. But, you know, I was like, well, nobody really wants to talk about that. Who wants to hear about lies that they tell themselves? Like, nobody wants to hear about that. But... I kept thinking about it, and so I, I really was looking forward to talking about this today. So let me tell you as of recently what uh, really triggered me to talk about this. It's the Sarah uh, Jakes Roberts video that is, it, it went viral. And it's the video from this last week where Sarah, and, and by the way, I absolutely love her. Like, love her, listen to all of her messages. She's an amazing woman. And um, I follow her on social media. She's just an amazing woman to look up to and to to really just um, follow and be connected to. Well, Sarah did a message at, I I believe, the Potter's House in Dallas this past Sunday. And her message was powerful. If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend going and listening to the entire thing. However, when I woke up Monday morning, the video had gone viral, but not the whole video, not the whole video. Not the whole video. If you go and you probably search her hashtag or or search hashtag for One Church LA or Potter's House from la- the last week, you'll see every person that reposted the video. They reposted like the same like 
two-minute snippet of her message. And basically, the message was, um, you know, when you invest in me, you invest in the kingdom. I'm just kind of paraphrasing what she said. Everybody reposted that same thing. When you invest in me, you invest, you're investing in the kingdom. Powerful statement, powerful message, definitely a tweetable for the millennials, something that went viral. The video went viral, but it got me to thinking about just how often we repost things or we share quotes or we recite quotes and share snippets from presentations or speakers or things like that, or even down to lyrics in songs. We see this a lot when videos go viral. Again, when songs like songs are popping, like Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, and you know Keisha Cole songs or Mary J. Blige songs, Tupac, Jay Z, we quote this the parts of those songs that make us feel good, or the parts of those songs or videos or um, messages that we can relate to. That's just by nature. We respond to things that we're uh, familiar with. So again, it could be, you know, maybe you can relate to a Keisha Cole song because you're going through heartbreak or a bad breakup or, you know, you're just in the mode where you're like, screw that guy. Like, I don't want to deal with him anymore. I'm over you. Like, you know, whatever the case may be. Or you share a certain message because maybe it's confirmation for something you've been praying for. Or maybe it is something that makes you just feel like you're on the right path in life. You know, there are a ton of reasons why we tend to uh, magnify, if you will, certain messages or certain videos or certain lyrics of songs. So Keisha Cole songs, we all know they increase your heartbroken feelings. Like if you listen to a Keisha Cole song, nine times out of 10, it's not really going to help you that much. It's just going to make you kind of drown in your emotions. We all know that, right? Um, And that's why if if you've ever noticed anytime a, a songwriter or singer that is known for singing like, you know, sad songs or, you know, heartbreak R&B, whenever they try to sing a happy song, nobody wants to hear it. Like, nobody wants to hear it. Like, nobody wants to hear a happy Keisha Cole and a great relationship. We just don't. Because we become accustomed to that. She makes our heartbroken feelings feel justifiable, right? Or, on the flip side, check out Cardi B's Bodak Yellow. We are, Everybody's quoting the same lines. I don't dance now. I make money moves. They say, I don't dance now. I make money moves. And me just reciting that, I get excited. I feel empowered. I feel like a boss. I feel like, you know, I don't need no dude in my life. I could do it all by myself. You know, like you get those immediate emotions. And so that's naturally the parts of the song that you recite, that you make captions on your Instagram photos. Like those are the parts that we dissect, Right. But here's a reality check because, and I just use songs and and videos as an example of how when we always say that we are looking for a life change, but you can't expect to take the good parts of a quote or a song or a message and leave out the hard parts, the parts that may make you feel a little discomfort or may provoke you or force you to look yourself in the mirror and say, hold up. Maybe this is something I need to deal with. And so going back to the Sarah Jakes message, everybody shared the same two to three minutes of, you know, her saying, okay, um, you know, 
when you invest in me, you invested in the kingdom. True statement, very true. Makes you feel good, makes you feel like, you know, you need to set boundaries. Nobody needs to cross you the wrong way. Wonderful. But nobody's talking about the rest of the message, the parts of the message that, you know, even for me made me say, oh, hold up. I need to rewind that, write it down and work on it. Right. So it it just got me to thinking about how often we do that. I mean, for every quote we share on social media, again, every video that seems to go viral, we all pull out the good parts, the parts that, again, we can either relate to or the parts that just make us feel good about ourselves. And don't get me wrong, we need that just for motivation and just for a push sometimes. That's what it's that's what music is here for, essentially. And that's what motivational speakers are here for. Um, you know, life coaches, they're here to make us feel good, but at some point feeling good is just not enough. In order for us to, you know, be in a position to expect the transformation or the shift that the quote or the video or the song was intended for in the first place, we've gotta stop leaving out the hard parts. We've gotta stop tricking ourselves to believe that the 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 one or two lines or statement or quote that sounds good isn't necessarily the part that we even need we need we need to face the hard parts of the message that make you you know feel sometimes even bad like oh that kind of hurt like like or you even feel um like that person is talking about you when they say something or you feel like that person is speaking directly into your life like how did they know that I'm going through this so all of these are indicators that will let you know if this is something you need to pay more attention to or um, you know just kind of keep a closer eye on in the first place so when we do cut out the 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 maybe not so popular or feel good ishy mushy mushy parts of these different things this is how we cut ourselves short I mean just imagine what life would be if you just continue to go through it just sharing the good quotes, the parts that just made you feel good, and you neglected the parts that will really bring forth the transformation in your life. You're cutting yourself short. Because here's the thing about transformation is that when you do get the transformation that you pray for, your life continues to move along in the right direction. But with no transformation, there's no growth. And in order to get to that transformation, you've got to be willing you know, you've got to be willing to face the hard stuff, to face those ugly, nasty, not so pretty things about yourself and and say, okay, I'm aware of these things. They're not going to change overnight. But now that I'm aware of them, I can work on them. And the, the parts of these messages and things that Sarah Jakes and a whole lot of other leaders are telling us, we're skipping over and fast forwarding over the parts where they're getting really deep with us and and, and kind of provoking us to, to take a look in the mirror. This is how we choose. So yes, it's a choice to skip over the the parts that we can either really directly relate to or the parts that don't make us feel good. This is how we choose to miss the things that we need to to face to bring forth life changes, right? And we all know it's a lot easier to quote the quote about somebody else than it is about our own selves. And that's essentially what it boils down to if we're keeping it real. Is that, you know, whenever you're singing a Keisha Cole song, you're talking about the guy that broke your heart. Or you're talking about the girl that he cheated on you with. Or when you're talking about a Cardi B song, when, you know, you're talking about maybe bashing a dude or or, or you're talking about someone else. It's always easier to quote the quote 
or the video or the the statement about someone else than it is, you know, when the song says, girl, you better look yourself in the mirror because if you're doing A, B, or C, you're out of alignment or this is what you need to do to get... Like, we, we, we want instant gratification. We want things that make us feel justified and that justify the fact that we don't look ourselves in the mirror as much, right? And sometimes, and I know even for me, like, sometimes we just base, we get so focused on being real until we miss what's right. So what I mean by that is that sometimes, you know, we just kind of stick to what's familiar or we just stick to what feels good. And we call it, we slap the word, I'm just being real on it. When a lot of times, even if it's real from a, a general aspect, That doesn't make it right for you when, you know, you're skipping the rest of everything, right? Okay, so I want to just share with you a few, just a few random tips on, I'm not going to say how you can overcome this because guys, to be completely honest, telling ourselves lives is, I guess, a part of life. But again, like I stated in the beginning, it's something that you can definitely become more aware of and have more control over. So these are just some um, three different things that I tend to uh, try to do myself that allows me to kind of, you know, keep self-evaluation in the forefront and try to keep the lies as minimal (laughs) as possible, right? The first thing is catch yourself in the next lie. Catch yourself in the next lie. So think about it for a minute. Whenever we're trying to catch someone in a lie, what do we do? We pay closer attention to what they're saying. We pay closer attention to their actions. We um we literally we take everything literal. So if let's just say you're trying to catch your 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 significant other cheating, so you're gonna pay attention to you know if they put their when they put their phone on the table, are they sitting the phone face up or are they sitting the phone face down so you can't see the screen if a message comes through? Are you paying attention to are you sleeping with one eye open just to make sure that you know they're not sneaking out when you go to sleep? Are you popping up at the job? I mean, you're just more consciously aware of what's going on. The same thing has to happen. When it comes to you telling yourselves these lies. So for example, again, like if you're telling yourself it's so-and-so's fault that you're in the situation you're in now. Or it's so-and-so's fault that you didn't make it to your appointment on time. Stop right after you tell yourself that lie. Whether you say it out loud or whether you say it internally. Stop yourself dead in your tracks. Because This is going to allow you to kind of build that muscle of just becoming more aware. And naturally, our human brain is is made to protect us. It's made to keep us in our comfort zones, right? Anything outside of that, it requires your conscious mind to kind of override that unconscious. So I think our unconscious minds protect us from the conscious truth. And that's just the reality of it. So if you've been telling yourself for years, it's your mom's fault that you're in a situation you're in or because you didn't have a dad, that's why, you know, you have you don't have luck with relationships. And while those are facts in most cases, it's a sub it's unconscious lie that you've told yourself um so many times until it's become that it's in that normal box where anything outside of that your your mind is trying to protect you from and and being conscious of this lie 
is how you catch yourself in the next lie. So what I started doing, you know, I would tell myself lies about certain situations and I'll say, you know, I'd be in a better predicament if this happened or if this person helped me or if that person gave me the opportunity or whatever the case may be. And what I started doing, I realized how much I was telling myself this stuff. And it, it was really, you know, falling in the category of just thinking negatively and blaming other people, the blame game, blaming other people. And I got sick of it. I literally like would feel sick every time I blamed someone. And in most cases, it was just me thinking it. I very seldom said it out of my mouth. I would literally just think it. Anytime something would happen or didn't go my way, I would automatically think the dog so what I started doing was I catch myself in these lies and when I started blaming someone I trigger I retract my brain to, to my conscious mind and say it is not that person's fault you need to, to to make you need to figure out what you need to do to change the situation it is not this person's fault and don't get me wrong I still think the thought sometimes but because I'm aware of that thought I can counteract it now The second thing is, before you post another quote, share another viral video, or quote another lyric, deal with the hardest part of what you're sharing first. So going back to the Sarah Jakes message, yeah, that part about, you know, when you invest in her, you invest in the kingdom, is the truth, it's wonderful, but how about go and check out all the other parts of her message, and pick out what parts made you kind of cringe a little bit, what parts made you say ouch a little bit, you know how they make you say in church, if if, if I'm talking to you, say ouch, and everybody says ouch, <laughs> I don't know what you're, I grew up in an AME also, that's what they used to say in the church, but those parts that make you look yourself in the mirror, before you post another thing, post that, you know, or, or make note of those things and then get to the warm and fuzzy parts, you know, parts that kind of give you the, the end motivation that you need to carry on. The third thing is to pay attention to what those people closest to you. So that could be family, friends, and those furthest away from you. And I really, in my mind, I'm thinking those people on social media, pay attention to what they're saying, because sometimes it's true. Now we're taught we're taught, and I know this is what I was taught growing up, that other people's opinions of us should not matter. Guys, this is the truth, but it's more of another lie that we tell ourselves than it is a truth. If you've got 10 people in the room and nine of those people are saying that you have a bad attitude, that your breath stinks, or that you know nobody wants to be around you, then you might want to evaluate if it's true. Right? Because it's almost impossible that nine out of those 10 people think the same exact thing about you and it's not true. Right? So, this could come in the form of maybe feedback you get on social media. Are people saying that you're too uptight all the time? Are people giving you kind of the same comments? And it could be a good or bad comment. Um, are your friends and family telling you the same thing? Maybe you should pay attention. Okay? Don't block out the truth. Because you're telling yourself other people's opinions of you don't matter. And I teach this a lot with personal branding is that one of the best ways to know what people think of your brand is to simply find out what they're thinking about it. Ask them, figure out what what are they what are they saying about you when you're not around? So it goes back to that, you know, you know, don't pay attention to what other people say about you. Very true. But it's more of a lie than it is the truth because we've twisted it to 
kind of just block out other people's opinions when in a lot of times other people's opinions can definitely um, give us a, a reflection of who we really are and some of the issues that we should be dealing with, period. So I wanted to talk about this today because I do believe that this is something that is holding a lot of us back is that for years, you know, now that we're adults for years, We've just told ourselves we've been taught certain lies and then there are certain lies that we've just developed in our minds that is kind of hard to shut off. It's, it's falling into that unconscious category of your brain that you just keep telling yourself. So my hope is that by us talking about this today that you do become more aware. That's the ultimate goal here is for you to become more aware of the lies that you continue to tell yourself so that you can be open enough to receive the transformation that you are praying for so that your life can continue to move in the right direction. And so thank you guys so much for hanging out with me today. Um, I'm so glad, like I'm so relieved that I got this done and got this episode out here for you because it's one I definitely have been excited about talking about. Hard subject, I know, um, you know, very kind of blunt and straight to the point. No tips and tricks today. But is is you know, I, I want us to focus going into, you know, we're about to go into a new year very quickly. And I, I feel like if we continue to carry certain lies with us, year in and year out, we're never going to see the growth and ultimately never really live a a truly successful life. And and success can mean anything to anyone, but for whatever it means for you, you've got to first be willing to self-evaluate. That's I always tell people that is like the foundation of any type of of, of business or um, idea or career advancement is just being able, it all boils down to getting to know who you are. Um, and, And in order to do that, you have to become aware of these lies that you tell yourself. And so again, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear what you're thinking. And hopefully in the next episode, um, I'll be able to incorporate and tie in some of the things that I share with you in episode 25 about, you know, some of the, the current topics and things that I wanted to talk about. I could very well go on and on about the whole um, Charlottesville situation and all, but I feel like y'all get enough of that. And even with that, it is just it has to come to a point I feel where you just kind of sh- shut it off because we're not just seeing it on the news anymore. It's all up and down our timelines on social media and and um, don't let it become a, a huge distraction is what I'm trying to say from you working on yourself um, because you know the only way that this world is really going to change is by us continuously working on ourselves and getting to know ourselves so that we have the courage to stand up and fight for what is right and and that's just really the bottom line out of all of it so anyway I digress from that situation but hopefully by the next episode we'll be able to kind of tie in some Q&A at the end so if you have any questions for me as far as being a millennial um, entrepreneurship personal brand or anything like that, definitely shoot me an email or a DM on social media and I will answer the question in the next 
in one of the next upcoming episodes and so until next time guys thank you so much for hanging out with me don't forget to sign up for my email list at natashaweston.com i've got some super exciting things coming up for you over there and of course connect with me on social everywhere at official toddy and let me know what you think about this episode i'll talk to you guys soon